Welcome to the Close to Home podcast, where we welcome you into meaningful conversation on finding purpose, keeping faith, and navigating life as a military family. Let's dive deep into those hard topics that hit close to home. All right, guys, welcome back to the Close to Home podcast. I'm Chase, here with my wife, Marissa. And before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to kind of give a little bit of context as to why we have missed the past, what is it, two weeks? The first week was just technical difficulties, general setup issues. And then the second week, so last week, we had a very close friend of the family pass from COVID. And so we didn't feel like it was right to hop on here. And we were just kind of in the moment, in the grieving stages. But now we're back and we're ready to continue with today's episode. So Marissa, if you want to kind of give a little bit of a, a background as to you know what we're going to be talking about today, then uh, yeah, floor is yours. Yeah, so today we really just want to have an organic, candid conversation on sort of the realities of being a military family, living away from home um, during the holiday season. So as the holidays approach every year, Chase and I really have to sit down and kind of discuss our plans are we going to go home for the holidays? Um, if not, if we stay here, how do we sort of make the holidays feel special and cozy? And also, how do we approach those conversations with our family members? Because, of course, every year, every single holiday season, you know, we get those texts. Are you coming home for the holidays? Or what are your guys' plans? What are you doing for Christmas, Thanksgiving, all those things? So we really just want to sit down and have a casual conversation on how we navigate the holidays. Mm-hmm. And this This episode really isn't planned. We're just going to be very organic, natural conversation. But I thought this is a topic that a lot of you guys would find value in. I know a lot of you guys will be able to relate to it. Yeah, and this is something that applies to not only couples in our situation who are in the military, but really anybody who is away from Mm -hmm. home because then you kind of have to make up your own holiday traditions and and make things feel kind of festive and homey on your own. But I kind of... This does seem to be something that we go over every single year, and that's because it's important to pay attention and kind of be intentional with the whole holiday season, whether or not you have family or not near you. Because, I mean, if you are fortunate enough to have family close by, then obviously there's logistical things that need to be taken care of on where you go and what you do. And if you're in our situation, then you have to figure out, well, what side – do you mm-hmm. see during what holiday and how do you make arrangements? Do you have dogs? Do you have kids you plan for? There's a lot of moving parts. So we just kind of wanted to discuss. I won't, I wouldn't say the I wouldn't say all of those details, but a lot of the misconceptions and I think just general, I think stigmas or or things that we've seen. And also just how to make the most of the season, mm-hmm. how to make the most of your situation, whatever it might be. Yeah, and I, I think the thing that I want to pretty much just get out of the way. And that's, well, I mean, you and I have had this conversation so many times, and this has always been my, not point of contention, but my biggest point, I suppose, that I bring up. And that's don't feel obligated or guilty when you do or don't see family, whether it's the holidays or not. So when it comes to Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter, heck, whatever you guys do in your own families, don't feel as though you have to move mountains in order to see your family. That's not to say don't put in the effort. That's not to say don't be intentional. But if it's going to kind of handicap your family, you do have some responsibility 
to your wife, to your kids, to whoever you have under your roof to make sure you guys are set moving forward. So don't feel guilt or don't feel that kind of obligation that you have to go out and you have to pretty much give up things in order to see people. That's not the case. They can just as easily come see you depending on your situation as well. And that's something I think that everybody should keep in mind. I know we actually talked about this in a Q&A on our YouTube channel last mm-hmm. Christmas, but we talked a lot about how to kind of plan ahead to the best of your ability mm-hmm. in order to avoid hurting people's feelings. And so that's kind of something that Chase and I do with our holiday planning is, we, I mean, we try our best to do this. It doesn't always work out based on location or finances, but we try to switch off different holidays or vacations. So maybe this, you know, last summer we saw my mom. So next summer we'll try to plan something with Chase's parents and kind of like switch that off. Again, it doesn't always work based on where you're at, what your finances are, or like Mm -hmm. the plans of your family members. But um, something that I hate the holidays for one reason, and that's I hate hurting our family's feelings. And I wish that we could just gather every single person that we love so much and just put them in one place. Um, But that's that's not always possible. You know, everyone has their own lives going on in their own situations and circumstances. So I think one of my biggest tips is to try your best to plan ahead. Um... Who are you going to visit this year? Okay, we're visiting these people, so we're going to visit these people next year. Yeah, and one of the things with that planning step is you have to be open and honest, not just mm-hmm. with you and your spouse on what you financially can can support or even mentally, depending on how your family dynamics are or how your relationship is going with your significant other, but you have to be honest with those family members that you are contacting about the holidays, whether or not it has anything to do with your relationship with them or if you are strapped in terms of financial freedoms, training, whatever the case might be, you have to be able to be honest because, yes, their feelings are going to get hurt regardless. It That's just kind of a nature of living away from your family. Somebody is going to get hurt. Somebody is not going to get the utmost amount of time, and at that point, You just have to be honest with everybody involved. This is actually something we recently got better at. I Mm -hmm. know when we first got married, we would always try to beat around the bush when our family would ask Mm -hmm. if we're coming home. And we would always say, oh, I don't know. You know, maybe we'll have to see or we'll figure it out. But really in our minds, we're like, well, we can't. And we never would just say no. Yeah. And saying like maybe or we'll see what we can do. You have to understand that although you're trying to prevent somebody's feelings from getting hurt, you're leaving that window of opportunity or that door open for Mm -hmm. that person to think, oh, so they'll get back to me on their plans. It sounds like there might be some maneuverability within whatever they're saying. and then you're just getting their hopes up. And then you're getting their hopes up. So it's really no good for anybody. But I want to circle all the way back to kind of you talking about what we did. Something else that I implore, especially military spouses or military couples to not do is don't be pushovers when it comes Mm -hmm. to your family. And I say that with all the love and respect that I have for our families, but we 100% would go far and away above what we probably should have to drive out, to fly out, to go and and see family during the holidays or just on, on other trips. Like I said before, there are certain times when people can see you. Somebody can pick up the phone and call you, text you. It doesn't always have to be you as the initiator, even though sometimes I I can speak from experience in the military that we get incredibly cast out and we have a lot going on. And sometimes that makes it difficult for family to approach us about things. But 
don't don't just don't be a pushover when it comes to that stuff. And I've noticed a point that a lot of civilians like to make, like um, our family members like to make to Chase is, well, you have all these days of leave. Why can't you just come home? Well, the thing is that the thing that they forget is Chase is constantly busy. You know, mm-hmm. we don't, him and I don't get a lot of one-on-one quality time together as a family of two. So why should he always give up his leave days to travel, to spend all this money? And granted, we admit, we miss our family terribly. Like, we want to see them. But we also have to prioritize ourselves, our marriage, our mental health, our finances, you know? We also, we got into a really bad habit of our quote-unquote vacations. We're always making trips home. We never really, like, spent time together. We never, you know, went on a vacation just because we wanted to go on a vacation or we never we never did anything for just the two of us and that's probably one of my biggest regrets um as newlyweds no i agree with that for sure and it's it's one of those situations where yes we have the leave quote unquote to do that but one leave doesn't always get approved depending on circumstances and just like marissa was saying you need to be doing stuff for one another as well. The holiday season is a family affair, no question about it. But once you are once you are in unionship and partnership with your significant other, you do have some whether you think it's moral Christian or otherwise, you, there is an obligation there to build to nourish that family at home. And this isn't me saying to only take your leave for your significant other. That's not what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but if it's at a detriment to your relationship in any aspect at all, then you should reconsider or reevaluate. And, you know, it can be uncomfortable asking at times for uh, – uncomfortable asking your family to come see you or to come meet you. But, I mean, again, it, it's one of those conversations that just has to be had in terms of trying to find that kind of meet up with your family. So even though we're going on and on and on about – um, how to approach conversations regarding, you know, you wanting to stay back for the holidays and not go home. Mm-hmm. We do prefer to spend holidays with our family. Of course, it makes it more cozy and festive. And um, you do start to miss home during the holiday season. So we kind of want to talk about how we make the holidays special where we are um, during the the seasons where we can't mm-hmm. go home. So Chase, do you want to kind of talk about some of your favorite things that we do to make the holidays special here? Yeah, sure. I can definitely do that. One of my favorite things that you and I do, and this is relatively recently within the past year or two, is we like to bring together traditions during the holiday seasons from both of our families and then establish our own. So from your family watching a Christmas movie every single day during December, during Christmas Eve, watching The Grinch, and then from my family, like opening a Christmas gift on Christmas Eve, just just one gift. Stuff like that. And then we're making or at least trying to figure out kind of our own traditions that we Mm -hmm. want to establish in our house and hand down to our children as well. So I think that's a good way to kind of set the the mood right for the holiday season is kind of making it feel like it's home, away from home, but also establishing your own dynamic within your home. Yeah, I noticed that something that really helps me during the holiday season for whichever holiday it might be is to just dive like head first into all the festivities, you know, all those cheesy cliche things, watching all the Hallmark movies, you know, lighting Christmas scented candles, yeah. 
you know, decorating. That's something that really helps me is just really setting the scene. Like Chase, like he was laughing at me because I was playing Christmas music like, <laughs> you know, early November. But like that's what helps me. It reminds me of my mom, you know, and we decorated our front yard and that reminded me of decorating the front yard with my dad. Like just doing little things like that, they really make a difference. So even though we might not be with our families, we're thinking of our families during the whole season. For sure. And I think that's probably the best way if you or your spouse is feeling incredibly homesick is to make Christmas cookies like mom or grandma used Mm. to do. Do those things that remind each other of your roots. And then I do think it is important to, to make your own memories and your own traditions from there because I think from your families, you can either take those things to pass, continually pass them down regardless of how homesick you feel, but then it is important to build your own memories with with your spouse and traditions and all that other good stuff. Yeah, and just because you're not going home for the holidays, that doesn't mean that you have to spend them alone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, last Thanksgiving we hosted a Friendsgiving and that was a lot of fun. And you can you can I feel like we don't talk enough on this podcast yet about the importance of building a community, but um, don't be afraid to invite your neighbors over for a Christmas dinner or invite your friends or invite your shop over because um, you can really make the holiday special with the people around you where you are. Yeah, and that's really what the holidays are meant to do is just be with loved ones or be with people. It's a family affair, communal event. So it's not something that, I mean, you can definitely spend alone or spend just with your spouse. But like Marissa said, it's definitely important to build that sense of community within your home. Yeah, I remember, I think it was two Christmases ago, we were in California, and I actually had to work on Thanksgiving, so um, a family from church invited Chase over. Do you remember that? Yeah, that's crazy that you remember it, because I was just thinking about that the other day. It was one of the most memorable, one of the sweetest things that anybody's, quite frankly, ever done for me, mm-hmm. period, not just alone for the holidays, because I I can't even remember how it got brought up, but they just invited me over and I had dinner there. We watched a movie and then that was, I don't know. I I, like talking about it, it just brings back so much happiness because although it wasn't my direct family, I mean, it was my church and that, and we had been pretty, I'm not going to say we were mainstays or like we were there for a very long time, but we had been there long enough and been involved in youth group and everything like that to where, I mean, we knew, we knew Mm -hmm. people and we were part of the community and it just felt special. You know, it was one of those things that it just, you'll never forget. Also, when it comes to your community, don't neglect your community, not just in terms of giving back during the holiday season, whether that's volunteering or whatever the case might be, but your communities oftentimes provide quite a lot when it comes to holiday festivities, whether that's some sort of light show or whatever it might be. Christmas parades. Christmas parades. There's so many things that you can really go out and explore whenever you are away from home because it just gives you that excuse to learn more about your surrounding area and the people who live in your communities. Yeah, if you guys are a military family specifically, you're likely living in a place that you might not have been living in before, whether it's overseas or just a different part of the country. And 
something that Chase and I always try to do is create a bucket list at each new duty station. And the holidays can be such a fun time to like cross things off that list because you have all the pretty lights up in the neighborhood or sometime like downtown areas will have lights up or just different activities. And this actually reminded me, I've noticed on Camp Pendleton and Quantico now that um, spouse groups, there's always like a member who will host sort of like a holiday you've been booed type thing where like they do it for um, I think Halloween, Valentine's Day, Christmas. I know the Christmas one, I think people usually say like you've been socked and you just leave a stocking <laughs> at your neighbor's door or whoever. It's almost like a secret Santa but for the neighborhood. Yeah. And you just leave like Christmas goodies or whatever the holiday is on whoever, whoever, like whatever family you get on their doorstep. I think that's so sweet. And if you don't have something like that, you should definitely host one. Yeah. And that's what we mean. Like when it comes to just seeing kind of what's out there, if you are away from friends and family or whatever your circumstances look like, there are Facebook groups locally. There's your local churches, community centers. There's mm -hmm. so many different places where you can find just some sort of holiday cheer or things that you can either give your time to or things that will give you whatever it might be. So that's definitely something that's important to keep your eye out for. You know, in today's I was going to say in today's age. What's the saying in... In today's... <laughs> shoot. Well, now you have me forgetting. In today's... Now, I don't even know. Just <laughs> you guys continue know with your... I mean. Yeah. Today, social media can be a really great resource. And now every town or community basically has a Facebook page or group. Mm -hmm. So I would join your groups for your town specifically because it's just a larger community, you know, outside of base. And I would just introduce yourself. Say that you're um, a family who's recently recently moved to the area and ask what the community does for the holidays. I'm sure yeah. that tons of members will chime in and give you um, kind of like the local lay of the land. And it sounds kind of quirky or corny. Me just sitting across from you listening to it sounds absolutely ridiculous. I just thought to myself, I would never do that. But, but I do, now that I'm a part of those groups and this life, I see all the time that people have just this very generic, hey, this is me. We just moved. This is our story thing. Are there any people with kids around this age? Mm -hmm. Is there anything going on during holiday season because this is what I'm used to. There's so many different queries and and things that you find over there. And I it's funny. And I still laugh at people well, from time to time, but I'm it more, is useful. Yeah, I'm more of a lurker. I read other people's posts to do yeah, that. I don't yeah. ever I'm I don't know. I'm kind of more introverted. I'm not gonna say like, hey, yeah. it's me. I need this, but I read other people's posts and I've gotten a lot of ideas for Chase and I to do through groups like this. Yeah, and it's not to say that if you see somebody say something on one of those groups that you have to make it public. You could always just reach out to them privately. I know there's tons of people who mm -hmm. do that too if if they're looking for whatever is going on in the area or a or just play date friend. Or, <laughs> or Google. Yeah, that's fine too. These are all just resources. Well, the thing, I'm glad you mentioned that because I, I really did used to think that you could just Google everything, which you can. But the thing that the, those groups provide isn't just like personality, but there's just so much more dialogue that mm -hmm. goes back and forth. And there's a lot more, it's less about like from a journalistic perspective right. and more from like an individual's opinion and, and just kind of like what they see day to day. And that's something that I think is pretty invaluable, especially in, in what we do. With all this being said, I do just want to remind you guys to remember the reason for the season. Don't get too caught up in all the pretty shiny things, you know. It's not the gifts that make the the Christmas season special or the pretty lights or 
um, anything like that. So don't put this, you know, extra added pressure or expectation on yourself. You can easily have such a magical Christmas or holiday season just with, you know, wherever you are with whoever you're with. Um, I do just want to throw that reminder out there and um, I don't know. I hope that you guys have the best holiday season. I hope you have a very Merry Christmas and I really hope that you got some value or just um, some comfort in today's episode. Yeah, I couldn't say it any better than myself. So if you guys are new around here, we always close out the episode with a prayer and prayer request, which you can send at our social medias down below. DM us, comment on any post that you see. It really doesn't matter how you do it. Just get whatever information that you want uh, to us, and we will make sure that if you want anonymity, you've got it. If there's specifics, you got it. Doesn't matter. This is just like everything else for you guys. So today we wanted to obviously pray for our very close friend and their family, as well as just overall praying for everybody during this holiday season. So with that, let's pray. Heavenly Father, please bless those who are listening and allow them to find comfort and love and happiness this holiday season. Not everybody is as fortunate as us, Lord, to where they have a companion at their side or they have family nearby them, but we are all your children, God, and I just pray that you fill their hearts and their house with Holy Spirit and allow them to feel that comfort and that companionship through you, God. And I just ask that for our friend, you bless them and and their family because they are really going through this holiday season with their their loss. God, we know it's for a grander purpose, but right now there's a lot of heartache and there is um is grieving and I just ask that you provide them the strength to overcome the grief, to overcome the loss and you can turn them towards their their new life and provide them happiness and strength throughout this very difficult time, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, guys. Thank you so much. And as always, we will see you guys on the next one.